Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. My name is Bob Brennan. I'm very pleased to be joined by the 26th president of Mount St. Mary's, Tim Trainer. Hello, President Trainer. Howdy, Bob. How you doing? I'm doing great. We're launching this new podcast in order to provide an inside look at the Mount for our students, alumni, parents, and benefactors, and those who want to know a little bit more about our university. In each episode, we'll feature Mount alumni and students who are leading lives of significance. Hello, and welcome to Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. This is Tim, and I'm very pleased to serve as the president of Mount St. Mary's University. On this episode, it is my pleasure to welcome Father Marty Moran to the Live Significantly podcast. Father Marty is the university's chaplain and director of campus ministry. Father, it is great to have you here at the Mount. It, it is really great. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. It is also a great honor for me to serve as the university chaplain and uh, the director for campus ministry. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I've been ordained uh, for 32 years. I'm originally from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I went to grade school and high school uh, there in Harrisburg. Um, I'm also was a football player and a weightlifter in high school. Uh, my claim to fame is I was the first peewee football team of my parish. Uh, so I have a fond love of, of football. In fact, in many ways, people thought I would be going down that train, uh, but instead I entered the seminary. I went to Pius X Seminary in Erlinger, Kentucky, where I received my BA degree, and then on to Philadelphia, uh, St. Charles Borromeo Seminary for my Master's of Arts and my Master of Divinity. I also have done some uh, postgraduate work in family therapy at the University at LaSalle University and also the Philadelphia Child Guidance Clinic. Uh, so I come with great uh, parish experience. I come with great experience over 25 years working also on colleges. And Father, that experience is really helping us here at the Mount. Again, I'm really glad you're part of the t- Mount team. Uh, you have a you had, did a collaboration at Bucknell University uh, uh, between uh, the University and Divine Redeemer Church in Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania. Can you tell us something about that collaboration, please? Sure. I was blessed uh, for nine years to be the Catholic chaplain at Bucknell University. And uh, what was so wonderful about that position is how we interacted with a secular university and the Catholic Church. Um, when I came back after being the executive director of the Campus Ministry Association in Cincinnati, I was made pastor in Mount Carmel. Uh, a town that was sort of dying. Uh, they needed to revitalize themselves and to also look at sustainability issues. So I brought uh, back to my colleagues at uh, Bucknell and said, would you like to partner with us? Uh, wouldn't it be wonderful for us to start uh, something where spirituality, community, and leadership would merge together? And uh, with that idea was uh, the start of a field station for service learning. Um, and coming with a name to represent the school, uh, we were representing a young woman who started the first Lithuanian Catholic school in the United States in Mount Carmel, uh, Mother Maria Kalpas. Uh, Mother Maria is also on her way to become an American saint. Uh, I think she needs one more miracle. Uh, she's also the founder of the Sisters of St. Kashmir. So in partnership with the Sisters of St. Kashmir in uh, Chicago and Bucknell, we began this field station back in 2015. That's still very going strong today. Wow, that sounds like a wonderful initiative, Father. 
You also served as part of your distinguished career. You served as the executive director of the Catholic Campus Ministry Association, the umbrella organization overseeing Catholic campus ministers serving on 4,000 colleges throughout the United States. Can you tell us more about your time with this great organization and some of the lessons learned that that can help our students here at the Mount? Sure. I think God has a great sense of humor. Um, I loved being at Bucknell. I loved being among students and working with administration and higher education. And I remember receiving a call from my bishop saying that I'm being considered to become the executive director uh, for the United States. And uh, my first question to him, I said, do I need to take that position? He said, yes, you do. Um, our national office is out in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we represent uh, the formation and also the resources for our uh, 4,000 campus ministries, campus ministers serving on colleges throughout the United States. Uh, they serve over 5 million Catholic students. So I was blessed uh, to be the gatekeeper of the bishop's document called Empowered by the Spirit, which was written back in 1985, which sort of gives the blueprint of how the church should reach out to our young people in college. Uh, so a lot of our work was to make sure that that uh, the, helping the formation of our campus ministers. I also did a fun project called uh, the Freshman Survival Guide, where we got together 4,000 of our campus ministers to write a book to incoming freshmen to uh, get them ready for college life and to, to give maybe their words of wisdom as they move on to college. Uh, that book is still on the number one list, a uh, selling list. Uh, so I was happy to be part of that. But I think the church also saw a time that we needed to look at how we pass the baton from high school to college and back to parish again, especially looking at leadership of our pews of the future and leadership as ordained, consecrated, and lay ministers. Um, I was part of the Lilly Foundation grant called Eye in the Horizon. And with this grant, what we tried to do is to define our best practices of how do we pass the baton from high school to college, and then how do we pass the baton of welcoming them back to parish life. Uh, so I really enjoyed working with that. Uh, during that time, I also was asked by Bishop Kelly, who was the Auxiliary Bishop of Los Angeles, uh, to become a consultant for the Bishop's Committee for, Ca for Catholic Education. So I've served on that committee for five years. Our work is to look at seminaries, uh, look at our Catholic school system, our religious education program, and our colleges, especially as the church pastorally reaches out to those different groups. Wow, that sounds, uh, your experience I know is already benefiting our students here and will continue for uh, many years. Uh, thank you, Father Marty, and we're going to take a brief break and be right back. At Mount St. Mary's, the extraordinary experience we have here will create careers and lives that matter out there, because from the minute we arrive and for every moment that follows, we live significantly. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have with us today Father Marty Moran, the uh, uh, our university chaplain and director of campus ministry here at the Mount. I will always remember, remember my first time on campus as Donna and I were taken by the beauty of the place. Father, can you share your first impressions of the Mount? Uh, my story goes back to the late 70s, um, being from Bishop McDevitt High School in Harrisburg, uh, which is about 45 minutes away from the Mount. Um, I kept a secret my senior year in high school uh, that I was thinking of the priesthood. Uh, my family did not know about it, my friends. And uh, I would all forget in my 1968 old uh, cutlass and go up to the Grotto here uh, to spend time in prayer. 
And I need to tell you that my journey with the Mount began back then in 1978, uh, standing and praying outside the uh, St. Francis statue up at the Grotto and was the time that I decided that's what I'm going to do. So I received a lot of affirmation from here. And so funny how the Lord has brought me back to this journey here of where I started my original discernment process. Wow, that's a, a wonderful, wonderful connection and legacy you have here with the Mount. Um, Father, can you tell, uh, tell us about what you're working on now that you've settled into your role as chaplain and director of campus ministry? First of all, I want to thank my staff that I have, uh, Brendan Johnson, who's my associate director, uh, Teresa Mag, who's the coordinator for campus ministry, and Matthew Richardson, who is our director of music. Uh, we're blessed to have that staff, but we're also blessed to have our focused missionaries working here on campus. Uh, one of the great uh, issues that we've been looking at is how do we, like other colleges, increase our mass attendance. Uh, so that has been our central theme. Uh, the central theme going with that is how do we see the new evangelization on Mount St. Mary's campus? And what it means is how do we welcome people, uh, not for the first time, but help them to reactivate their great faith that they once had. Uh, so many of the projects that we're working on right now, which I'm very pleased about, is the first time that we now reach, uh, allow the Focus Missionaries to have an office within campus ministry. Uh, so we work side by side with them in our ministry. Uh, we also see that we need to outreach to our students of color and others. Uh, we have started a new Spanish mass and confessions every Wednesday here on campus. Uh, we've also have uh, our outreach with our Vietnamese students and finding new ways with the Vietnamese sisters on campus of how we can work with those who come here for uh, tours of admissions to our campus, uh, but also to our students who are Vietnamese. And finally, we're very blessed, too, to slowly start a partnership with the Oblate Sisters of Providence out of Baltimore, Maryland, one of the first historically black communities of sisters. Uh, they would like to partner with us to reach out to our students of color and to bring a piece of home here to the Mount St. Mary's University. Uh, some other wonderful things we have is our, our sports chaplains program. Uh, our seminarians are chaplains for over 26 of the sports teams here. Uh, we also have a student-athlete holy hour every Friday night. That's uh, uh, every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, so these are some amazing things we're working on. Uh, we also want to thank that we revised our non-denominational prayer service for our students of other faith traditions. Uh, that's held Sundays at 4 p.m. in Pangborn. Wow, I know of... Uh, uh know of the impact of these, uh, some of these programs that you're working on, Father, and I can tell you they're significant, so thank you for that. I understand something else, that you're going to begin live streaming your Sunday evening student mass. Uh, can you share with our listeners about how they'll be able to see the mass? And again, we're blessed on campus on the weekend. We have uh, three masses on Sunday. Uh, we've added an 11 a.m. mass in the morning for those who might want to come back to campus, especially our alumni or families that would like to visit the campus for the first time. We also have our traditional evening masses at 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Our hope is, in, is to uh, then allow us to begin live streaming our 7 p.m. mass. So we're really excited about that to bring a piece of our home to your homes each week. And Father, I want to I want to follow up uh, on something you said before about uh, the emphasis on increasing mass attendance. You know, and I, I, as I see it, as you and I have discussed, if uh, young people, students fall away from uh, practicing their faith while they're in uh, college, we we believe they're they're 
not going to continue their faith, practicing your, their faith when they graduate. And so you've done a great job of uh, uh, trying to bring them back into mass. Can you talk a little bit more about that and some of the numbers uh, and significance we're seeing from that, uh, your efforts? I think the great thing is that we work together as a team. Um, we, we really look at the spiritual formation of all of our students, not only just the students that are Catholic, but we also want to sh- express to the students that are not Catholic to experience Catholic life and uh, the way that we're living our Catholic life and with our Catholic identity on this university. Uh, we've been blessed uh, that we have uh, our, our three masses on the weekend. Our mass attendance are way up. I think uh, the joy of that is because we're centering on the new evangelization. We're constantly welcoming people to mass. You will see on the weekends, our focus missionaries bringing groups. Uh, we have 26 Bible study groups that meet each week here on campus with over 275 students involved in Bible study. You will see the chaplains, our sports chaplains, our seminarians will bring the whole team to come to mass on the weekend. Uh, so I think that's been the whole way of inviting them. But I think, too, is we need to welcome all. And I think that's one thing that we're trying to master here is how do we welcome our students to, to attend the mass? Uh, one thing that I find amazing is when they see the statistics that uh, from 13 uh, to 23 is the time when most students are walking away. We're slowly finding here at the Mount, they're not walking away anymore. Uh, they're walking towards. And I think it's because the staff that I have, the vision of the university, our Catholic identity community, and just the strong partnership we have with the university and especially the seminary working together. Thank you, Father, for your efforts and for that great answer. Let's take a final break, and we'll be back to wrap up this edition of Live Significantly. The team behind our team is our dedicated Mount fans. Please visit mountathletics.com to check the schedules of your favorite teams and to learn more about our great student-athletes. Go Mount! And as our final question, Father, do you have any words of wisdom that you can share with our listeners? Sure. Um, I think before that, uh, there was a one question that people said, what was the most interesting part of your ministry as a priest? Um, I would say it's twofold. It was uh, working on college campuses. Uh, but also, I, I was blessed. Uh, I was the uh, Catholic cha- chaplain for the Cincinnati Bagels. Uh, so that was a lot of fun in my years out in Cincinnati. I guess I want people to know that I really delight in working with college students. I really love them. And I think that's the greatest gift we can give them is to show them God's love. Um, it's surprising in my 25 plus years of working in campus ministry, the fact that I hear from so many of my alumni who are part of our program, who are really living lives of significance in their own ways, in their communities, and also with the careers that they selected. Uh, I guess my great words of wisdom is I'm blessed uh, that the university allows us to be one of the, the key doors to the university. Our students will open many doors here to help them in their formation and they're navigating their future. And I think the greatest door we have is of our chapels, uh, our campus ministry office, um, through mass, through the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, our Bible studies, our service projects, retreats, um, the sacrament of penance, which is offered every day and uh, also spiritual direction and seeing the direction of our Blessed Mother overseeing this campus. So I guess in many ways, uh, I want our students not to be afraid to lead lives of significance and service to God and others. In other ways, uh, living with the great quote of Mother Teresa of Calcutta, we invite our students to do ordinary things with extraordinary love. 
Wow. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Father Marty, for taking the time to talk with us about how you live a life of significance through hard work, dedication, and leadership. Be sure to visit the Mount's website at msmary.edu backslash podcasts to learn more about how others are living a life of significance. Thank you all, and go Mount!